while I was up though, so I'm out of clean glasses right now. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make chocolate milk. I did it in a Tupperware container. You're a sad, sad man. <laughs> Drinking a bowl of chocolate milk at one in the morning. <laughs> What's good, man? It's your boy Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. What's up, everybody? Hey, everyone. It's Sam here. It's Dana. What are we doing again? Doing a little bit of a podcast, virtual homework podcast specifically. Just a little. For all your gaming news. And more. And more? Are we doing it's more like, than gaming it, news this time? It, well, it's like the Bed Bath and Beyond. This is like the uh, gaming and uh, beyond. We're the beyond section, I guess. We're going to have a remote where Adam Sandler has a sad movie. Yeah, let's do that. I, for those that don't, can we get can we get Adam Sandler on the? Do you think like if we had enough money, we could just be like, "Hey, hundred grand, can you be on our podcast?" I mean, he's been on uh, talk shows, he's been on podcasts before. We're basically well, yeah, like, of that, those of those caliber. Yeah, shit that people care about. Shit, though, like. shit that people care about. I think Adam Sandler would just be like sitting there thinking, like, "Wow, these guys are really not that funny." I'm Adam you fucking Sandler. I don't, do you think he like thinks he's like super funny? He's like super crazy, like egotistical. He was in a movie called Funny People, okay, and he starred in it. And I think directed part of it. I don't know. Directed part of it. I don't think that's how it works. But didn't he like recently do like a really serious movie that was like ended up being re- like? Uh, oh, Uncut Gems is actually really good. I, I yeah, I heard that was like fantastic. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I will never watch it again. It was a very uncomfortable experience just watching someone ruin their life. But anyway, <laughs> what's the deal? How is your Minesweeper game going? Uh, I haven't played it since we <laughs> played it last time, oh, come but on. now I understand it. So for those who don't know, uh, I played Minesweeper like a thousand times in my lifetime without having any idea how it played. I mean, I feel uh, like and, that's 90% you know, of people. It's like, let me just like, I'm bored on my Windows 98 machine. Buttons. Let me just press buttons. Yeah. So Sam took the time to teach me how to be a pro master at um, Minesweeper, which by the way, Sam is like way too fucking good at that game. It's like absolutely obscene. I'm I'm a Minesweeper. Evangelion. Evangelion? Uh, evangelist. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. You mean prodigy? <laughs> no, no. I mean, you told me that you did not know how to play. I'm like, I, I got to teach my friend how to play. So we got a Minesweep master a, I think ev- I think evangelist is like the wrong word. No, evangelist is like they, they teach others. They like that's evangelists go to like Africa on missions. You're, are you really fact checking me here? Yeah, it means a person who seeks to convert others to the Christian faith. Well, I'm just... Besides Christian faith, it's Christian Minesweeper. It's similar. Uh, a writer of one of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Or Minesweeper. Forgot about or that mines- fifth one. <laughs> <laughs> or Minesweeper. <laughs> what do we do this week? Do we play some sort of game or some shit? Yeah, so speaking of Minesweeper, uh, we, we played Mario and Sonic at the Olympic <laughs> Games 2020, Japan, Tokyo. I don't It's some title. What do you mean? <laughs> speaking of Minesweeper. <laughs> They added it to the 2020 games. Can we talk about how tragic of a game this is? Like, actually? (laughs) Oh, yeah, this whole game is, like, a legitimate AAA title that they obviously, like, put some amount of effort. We'll go into the actual quality of the game. But, like, they're just like, yeah, the 2020 Olympics. And, like, you're just like... Yeah, they're like, these stands are going to be filled with people. You're going to be so excited. We spent so much money on this stadium for (laughs) these Olympics. It is going to be great. And it's like... Yeah, it didn't happen. It's just like, this game was released, for those who don't know... uh, 
they release them about a year before every Olympics. They had like Rio, they had London. Yeah. They release it in right. November of 2019, I think. Um, yeah, and it's, yeah. this is a retail $60 AAA title that was $60 yeah. up until Black Friday, which is when I ordered these. We'll get into the story about what happened there. Uh-oh. But yeah, like this whole thing is so goddamn weird because it's just like. This is where we're gonna have this event uh, in like well, it's a little bit. Like one of the star- most stark contrasts to like what we're experiencing in the world right now, compared to like just like a year ago, how things were. It's like actually like it's freaky yeah. a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Like video games, AAA titles are such a massive investment. Like you have to be really safe. Like if they knew the Olympics weren't happening, they wouldn't make an Olympic-based video game. It's just like. People had no idea. Like, you know they've been working on this for multiple years, because that's how AAA titles are. Oh, absolutely, because, you know, it's it's polished, has everything to it, which we'll, um, we'll go into a little bit. But let's actually talk about the game. Uh, as you guys know, I think this is the fourth in the series, as you guys know, of course, because you've been following they're all, the They're Olympic all huge Mario. Olympic heads. And, yeah, Olymp- <laughs> uh, they call them Ollie heads. Ollie? Um, oh, yeah, I guess there was a skateboarding Ollie. event. Yeah. Um this this is the fourth uh Sonic and Mario Olympics uh where you know they have some sort of plot where it, they get trapped in like a game or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I, so I, I I was looking at reviews of this game and like people were praising the fact that it had a story mode. So that implies I feel that it's just kind of a mini game collection in in the other ones. Like I'm not sure if the story mode was new or was better than the previous ones. But yeah, yeah. there's it's really a collection of mini games that are sports events based on the Olympics, and I feel like they've yeah. done that every single year. But yeah, 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 and they kind of just shoo in a story that's like I I I, I wrote it down here. It's like ninety percent unskippable cutscene, <laughs> yeah. and then like five percent talking to NPCs that give you random facts about the Olympics, and then like five percent gameplay. Yeah, it's definitely like, oh, we have a collection of minigames and we just can't give a minigame collection because that'd be really boring. Here's here's yeah. some semblance of a plot. They they get trapped into a, or sorry, they, Mario and Sonic, they're just chilling at the 2020 Olympics, which are totally real. As they do. Yeah, as, as everyone did this summer. And uh, Bowser and Dr. Eggman are like, you know what, fuck them. And then they trap them and I guess they get accidentally trapped in the video game system as well, which takes them back to the Tokyo 64 Olympics, which were a real thing. Every single time I see the Tokyo 64 Olympic logo, I think of the movie Akira because they used that logo for Tokyo 2020 really? from Akira where everything explodes. Okay. Anyway... The Tokyo 64 version of the game is like this 8-bit style uh, world with with their own uh, specific uh, 8-bit events. Uh, Can we actually talk about that for a second? I want to say that was probably the best part of the game. Oh, by far the best part of the game. The graphics in the retro area are 10 out of 10. They look so clean, so clean. It's like the mixture of like the Sega era uh, Sonic sprites and then it's the NES era Mario sprites uh, in kind of a... I guess it's like an NES era sprited world that just looks so fucking gorgeous on the Switch. It's all super bright because I imagine they're using more colors than was originally available on yeah, the yeah. original it, NES palette. It, it, when when you have eight bit graphics, you're not going to limit yourself to like literally the NES palette at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I will say um, it was a little bit weird because like it's just unfortunate that like Sonic came during the 16 bit era. So like you have like these everything's eight bit except for like Doctor Eggman Sonic. and Sonic. But yeah, which it, it, it did kind of work. It worked a little bit, you know. Um, it obviously looks different, but it's like I didn't think too much of it. But yeah, so they get trapped in there, and they have to realize that by winning, uh, 
Olympic medals in this video game version of this uh, Tokyo 1964 Olympics that they can escape their tragic fate uh, that, you know, has overcome them. Meanwhile, meanwhile, in the real world, his brother Luigi is fumbling around trying to figure out how to get them out, and he collects a group of friends from both the Sonic and um, Mario franchises to try to figure out what the fuck's going on. Uh, can we talk about for a second, like, how they just shoe in these mini-games? They're well, like, <laughs> like, they, they, well, he, he, like, Luigi, like, goes around with, like, Tails and stuff, and he's like, oh my god, like, they're trapped in this game, like, this is, like, dire circumstances, and they're like, huh, I'm not gonna help you unless you, you beat me in the pole vault, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a couple points here, like, for the, the story's obviously shoe, or not story, but campaign it's, is, is shoehorned in, like, super, like, super hard, like, you said it's 90% yeah, yeah, cut, yeah, yeah. cutscenes, yeah, and it's not even, like, good, like, cutscenes, like, there's not animation, it's just two characters on the side of the screen, and, like, with, like it makes the a, most nonsensical, like, useless is like, oh, I like the Olympics. I also like the Olympics. Do you like the Olympics? Like, it's like, like yeah, the, the dialogue like- is absolutely like mind numbing. But the biggest problem I have, maybe not the biggest problem, but it's a pretty big problem. Why is Luigi such a goddamn bitch? I hate Luigi so much. He's a bitch, dude. He, 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 he like Bowser Jr. literally jacks his shit like five times, and he's just there, just like, Wah! like what the fuck is a child? You're just gonna let him take your shit? No, like, but like, fuck? like. Luigi, I guess, like, Luigi's Mansion, like, he was a cowardly, but, like, he he rose to the occasion. I guess that's, like, now Luigi's thing. But Luigi is just, he's devolved into this, like, sad husk of a man, and he's just, like, constantly making, like, scared faces and poses and going, like, Like, that's uh, yeah. also, like... He, he doesn't really do anything, and he like and everyone else is kind of, like, doing shit for him and telling him what to do the entire game. Yeah, it, it made me very, very sad to, to associate with, with such a character. No, but the the gameplay basically consists of you trying to go to, like, the different Sonic characters who are at different venues in the Tokyo 2020 Olympics, whether it's, like, the beach, or it's, like, the Tokyo Stadium, or the Tokyo Station, or even the Tokyo Tower and stuff like that, and then you travel to these areas to... Uh, add people to, I guess, your team of uh, comrades, whether it's from, you know, Rogue from the Sonic series or, um, or fucking... you know, Peach or Daisy or, you know, random, like, super esoteric characters that, like, no one would fucking know from the Sonic well, series. Well, no, I, the thing is, like, those are, like, normal, like, Zaz or, like, something. Like, those are, like, or yeah, Nega who... Eggman. It's, like, they're... Yeah, who the fuck is that? What happened to Sonic? It's just, like, what are these oh, characters? Dude, like... Like, I have no idea who any of these characters are. I think it's all, like, from, like, the Sonic Boom and stuff like that. It's, like... And this game is obviously made for kids. Yeah, oh, 100%. So, like, this is baby game for babies. The trivia is, like... there. Was, I remember I was I was doing, like... So, there's, like, trivia you could do. These, like, little things that pop up when you're in certain and areas. And by trivia, it means it answers your question. You can press A to get the answer. Yeah, but no, like, it's just, like, supposed to quiz you on your knowledge about the Olympics and these characters. But there was one that's, like... Yeah. There's, like, a picture of Wendy, and it's, like, what color are Wendy's <laughs> shoes? Color and, like, her, literally her shoes. They're pink. Her shoes. It literally shows them. I like. I saved it. So like, I mean, like, how? Like, they might ask questions like, "How many turds are in your pants right now?" It's like, "The three. Like, what the fuck? Like, literally the most low effort questions they could possibly ask, and some yeah. interesting things I learned about the Olympics. Like, apparently, you could only have like a couple people over the age of twenty three on your football team. But whatever, whatever. Yeah, that's- there's like, I mean, there there is some edu- education to merit to this. You know, I for a kids game. 
I, I can give it a pass with that because, you know, they're shoehorning things about the Olympics. It's it's causing some sort of inquisitiveness uh, in the child's mind to say, oh, the Olympics this is cool. And then they're with Sonic and Mario, I imagine that uh, uh, fact is just exacerbated a little bit more. But like like we said, it's mostly cutscene. Like, And then let's talk about the minigames for a second. I want to say like 90% of these minigames are like spam A and then like don't spam A at a certain point and then like press A again. So you're or, you're in a um, bit of a weird situation because you have a Switch Lite, right? Yeah. So I was going to say like um, there's three different uh, control methods in most of the time. So you can do like for the Switch with the detached controls. Uh, control sticks like joy cons or whatever joy uh the controller and then the uh just button only mode i was forced to play with only buttons so i imagine my experience is significantly worse than someone that can use like the full motion joy cons i'm not sure basically you could, it's either button mash simulator or like jack off simulator because like all the running games with with the with the uh motion sensors it's just like go up and down up and down to race and i'm like wow this is this is amazing gameplay i will say the the gameplay is a lot more varied when you're able to actually choose between either so you you could choose between either uh one Joy-Con, two Joy-Cons or using the buttons. Usually you don't have yeah. all three options. Usually it's like oh it's either uh yeah. one Joy-Con or buttons or two Joy-Cons or buttons. And I think that while a lot of the games were more fun doing it with the Joy-Con, a lot of the games had really complicated Joy-Con controls that, like, yeah, it was hit or miss. But the mini games themselves were hit or miss. And yeah, then, I would say like almost all of them were a miss for me because, like, so with with the button only mode, there's literally only two types of games. It's you spam A, and it's like impossible combination of like seventy inputs in like five seconds. While it was more fun to play with the Joy Cons, I think that. When I wanted to advance the story, I just chose the buttons every single time because the Joy-Cons put you at a significant disadvantage. Like, the game, yeah. this game is super easy. We mentioned it's definitely a kid's game. And yes, if you, like, unlock a minigame and then from the story, like, go to the actual minigame menu and play them individually, there are three difficulties you could choose. But at the same time, like, these minigames were super easy when you're actually using the buttons when you're using the motion controls they're janky but it's like not necessarily a bad jank it's just like it relies a lot more on your actual physical motion yeah. so like you just well, well like for example like the fucking like uh skating mini game is literally like you just walk around and then you press a like that's it like this, that's all you can do is just press a like it is literally like the worst skating uh event i've or mini game or anything i've ever done in my entire life like <laughs> it's I, not I, tony I, hawk like, no, def definitely not. Like almost none of these games were fucking as good as Tony Hawk. I want to say like I, since I could only do button controls, like I don't think I had fun playing a single mini game. Well, how far did you one. get? Yeah, so I got I got to like I got to like the fencing mini game. I don't know how far that is from the game. Okay, end. you were like less than halfway done. This campaign no, goes uh, on so goddamn long. It's like a five to six hour campaign. And I was I was about like three like four three and a half four hours in um, though like the fencing mini game actually so I think I think the halfway point is when you're like using a plane or oh, it it was about where I uh, I sent you a, a funny image of yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I think Patreon only yeah. Yeah, Patreon-only image. So, okay, maybe you're about halfway done. But no, this campaign goes on way longer than I expected. Like, honestly, I'm just like, I was just like, I, I, I'm too far not to beat this, but why does it keep going? There's 20 separate chapters. Did, did you end up beating it? I did end up beating it. I, You don't really okay. unlock anything. On well, I, I got to, like, chapter, like, I think, like, 15 or something like that. Okay, so. okay, never mind. There, you, you got farther than I thought. I must have thought fencing was at a yeah. different place. 
Yeah, you do actually unlock a couple mini games by beating the campaign, which were actually pretty fun. We'll get into that in a bit, but uh, you wanted to beat this game, right? So I was uh, playing this game at work. I probably shouldn't have, but whatever. And then my Switch died. So then I get home and I'm like, wow, I stay up till 5 a.m. and I had to work at 10 a.m. I need to go to sleep for a little bit. So, you know, I took, you know, a, f- a four hour uh, quote unquote nap, uh, woke up like three hours before the podcast. I was like, hey, I'm going to finish this game up. My switch won't fucking turn on. So it's currently sitting on the charger, which apparently there's an issue with the switch that if it dies, it's kind of reminiscent of like you ever you just had your iPhone ever die or your phone ever die. And then you plug it in and it's like stuck on that like pre turning on screen for like a million years. Yes. You know what I'm talking? So it's like a similar situation, except my screen is just black. So I'm just letting it charge for like three hours and it's gonna turn on eventually well we're so gonna we're play... raising donations for a new nintendo switch light for for dana as is will never <laughs> turn on again actually honestly with me with technology once it runs out of battery i just get a new one like my phone ran out of battery i'm just at, at the apple store the next day uh, i buy how i bought uh uh five ps5 just because i wanted to keep uh do you know that like plastic film that's on things yeah I just wanna... yeah Every time I play it, I want to take that off. Uh, there we go. Yeah, if it's not the the mint experience, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. What's the goddamn point? I back on this game because there there are a few more things I want to say. Some of these mini games were really fun. Even the ones that you have to uh, use the 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 button controls, but I'm not sure. I'm, like, I thought the ping pong was really fun, but I feel like they literally just copied that from from uh, Mario so, Tennis. So did you did you just use the buttons or yeah, did I you did. use like the Joy Cons? Like so, like for me for the ping pong is I I stood in one place and pressed A. That's all I okay, did. Maybe I was trying to to make it high effort. I like I went. Well, it's like I, it's right. like oh you. Hit, I didn't need to though. It's just like you press left and A, right and A, left and A. And right badminton and a. was fun. I mean, like some some of the events like that were like relatively more complicated, which were towards the end. I thought were pretty cool. Like uh, what was it? Thin- uh, rugby. Well, my- Rugby? Yeah, like those were fun and stuff like that. My problem is like games like Discus. I feel like the instructions were fucking terrible. Discus was actually one of my favorite games to play, but that was because I was able to use the motion controls and it actually basically had you spin around and like chuck a disc, except not chuck your fucking controller. The instructions on a lot of these games go in between not being descriptive enough on what you do and being too descriptive. A lot of them are like, like the judo mini game was like nondescript about like what you're supposed to do really. Like, I don't know. I, I just felt like the how they explain stuff was like fucking terrible. I agree. 100%. I mean, I feel like the best games on this, uh, well, there's two categories here. The best of the, of the two, there's like this classic area with its own games, and then there's this, uh, 2020 like area. area yeah. And the classic ones were by far the, the better charm, and a lot of the times better gameplay. I actually, I enjoyed being in the 1964 event. Dana is drinking chocolate milk out of a fucking jar while I'm trying to explain this right now. <laughs> it's not a jar, it's a Tupperware like It's a Tupperware cup. bowl. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't have any cl- I don't have any clean glasses. The professionalism so of this podcast. Out of a, a bowl. Um yeah, I will say some of the retro ones like um like I guess like the boat one is all right. But, um, but that, like you know the one where you're Sonic like on, like chasing the taxi is kind of cool. Well, okay, that's what I was going to say. And then like the actual sports mini games kind of sucked. 
the yeah. the it, campaign the campaign the story the campaign <laughs> missions you told me this fun. game had epic boss fights when you were trying to like like hype me up <laughs> I was playing like, so, it. So, so sam didn't get this game until fucking like friday i like messaged him i'm like dude that 20 hour tutorial in the lava world is just fucking it's crazy man <laughs> yeah it was annoying because i like i got the physical retail like uh pretty cheap from like a black friday deal and like he got it on monday i got it on friday over at the same time this this story mode has like chase dr eggman on a boat like because he's getting away with the gold medals because the gold yeah. medals are necessary for the plot and it's like those were by far the most fun mini games yeah, of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you do unlock those as you as you progress if you want to go back to them for whatever reason like this game is essentially I mean, a mini game package just like mario my thing Party with those like though that. they're like i guess fun they're not necessarily difficult but they're only fun because you're comparing it to the other mini games that are fucking terrible. Like overall, I don't think that this is that fun of a game. Like I would never recommend this to someone. If someone's like a Sonic and sports and Mario fan, and they're like seven, <laughs> sure, I'll recommend this to them. Um, I don't know why we would be talking to anyone like that. You don't um, talk to but... seven year like come here, little boy. Let me tell you about Mario and Sonic at the 2020 Olympic <laughs> okay, Games. Okay, so this is getting into a dark <laughs> conversation, but but I actually, I do speak to kids like that at my work uh, because I sell Pokemon cards and stuff like that. And so it's like, my whole thing at work is I, I tell the parents like, hey, I speak little kid Pokemon. So it's like, I can help the parents out. I can help the kid out and stuff like that. And it's a lot of fun. But that's neither here nor there. Um, what were we talking about uh, before you got fucking weird? <laughs> Before I said the words, come here, little boy, on the podcast. Um, <laughs> come here, little boy. That just reminds me of the, are you lost, baby girl? I'm not sure if you've seen the movie 365 Days on Netflix, aka the worst thing in the world, but we could get into that I, a different day. I never day. have. Uh, you don't want to watch it. He said, there's like this character that's apparently trying to be romantic and says, are you lost, baby girl? Like four times in the movie. And I'm Okay, whatever. Anyway. The mini games that you unlock, so I'm spoilers, spoilers, red alert, there's gonna be oh, sirens. For those who finish the story, there are actually uh advantages for, for beating the campaign. You unlock three dream events. Basically events uh -oh. that are not actually sports, but they're uh, quote unquote like sport mode. Like they have this like dream battle mode, this dream like shooting mode, which actually uses the uh what six axis rotation, whatever was on the PS3 controller. Yeah. Uh, and it uses that to like shoot at stuff and i didn't like that okay. one that much but they had this like dream racing mode which is basically like their take on mario kart and it was actually really fun like i i played that for about 20 minutes and i was enjoying it i mean i once i got like the highest score i'm never coming back to it, it has absolutely no replayability but i so i i actually plan on beating this so i i will check this out um, because it's like this is something i can play like when i open work and i don't have anything to do for two hours i can like bust this out and it's better than me like looking at Reddit and being pissed off for two hours. So I, I could at least do this. Yeah, this this it. is uh this is something that I feel like was a nice change of pace because like it was incredibly low stakes and like I could just like I was playing the campaign, I was focusing on the campaign, but like I didn't really care if I was like distracted. I wasn't trying to like really engross myself in the world. Yeah, like it was a really shitty campaign. And if we're honest, this is a really this is like the most mediocre video game of all time. The fact that like <laughs> this. Is like it's a triple A title, I guess. I I get why I mean, it retails it's, it's for sixty gorgeous. bucks. It looks so good. Like everything about this game, but the gameplay is like ten out of ten. It looks like, good, but like every single area is just like an empty place where all you get to do is talk to people. And like there's 
really nothing here except mini games. There, yeah, there's literally no gameplay. I mean, it, it's kind of fun for for multiplayer. I I played a tiny bit of multiplayer, but it, it's really? it's just like trying to like. Well, play... maybe we have to challenge each other and have. I actually, a I have no idea if challenge. this game is online. I assume not. Honestly, it does. It does. Oh, it we, does. Yeah. You know what though? If it has online, you know Nintendo's not going to be able to let us play each other. Yeah, it's it's probably or it's like you know like three frames a second. Yeah. The final thing I want to say about this game, the final thing is that I forgot what I was about to say. Sam's final thoughts. I f- I forgot what I was gonna say. Well, what the fuck? Wait, no. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. The the thing is like yeah. I this game was obviously not a great game, and like I. I'm happy I beat it, but, like, more than anything, like, it kind of just, like, left me in an upbeat mood. Like, yeah, it's a baby game for babies. Yeah. But it's, like, it's like it, it's not, like, you know, someone's dying in, like, horrible, like, depressing scenes. Like, yeah, I mean, Mario technically and Sonic, with high stakes. they're doing this, f- they're doing this for their friends. Yeah, at the Olympics. And it's, like, oh, shit, like, wait, Corona Death World is actually a thing. But, yeah, Corona Death World, woo! <laughs> I mean, like, I, I personally love the Olympics. I'm like a glo- I'm a globalist. But no, I, I like the, I like the Winter Olympics a lot more. Really? I mean, they do have a Winter yeah. Olympics Mario and Sonic game. We should check that one out. Uh, the, Play the next like week. seven choices for me are going to be like every <laughs> single be- Mario and Sonic game. Just. Just please, reverse no. chronological order. I'm going to order you a Wii U so you could play the Rio one. But uh, please no. <laughs> the. The game just like, it had it, it had like a good good soundtrack like it was upbeat. I actually I really liked one of the songs in it. Like it's it's kind of in my head, but I was just Which like one? happy to kind of like learn some Olympic history and I I enjoyed playing this game. I will probably yeah, never a, that, pick this up again. That, that's some sort of like whimsicality behind it of like you know like being a kid and like being interested in stuff and like finding shit out like. I like I could see myself like like I said if I was a seven year old and I was given this I could see myself enjoying it so yeah I also I enjoy references to games I like retro games like this I'm not sure how much you've played Track and Field uh, I played it when I was a kid I mean like the entire 1964 uh, area of this game had so many Track and Field references I loved it because I Track and oh, Field is some of my like favorite memories I had like Xbox 360 arcade and like I would have friends uh doing dubious things in high school and then we would play some track and field and break controllers because that game's a mash fest like we had like a specific so so i had the actual like pad like on the floor where you had to like yeah i know what you're talking mash about. on the pad with your feet the og ddr pad yeah like i used to play that i actually still have one upstairs somewhere but i've played it in the arcade for some reason the xbox 360 arcade version just it, it has a near and dear place in my heart so you would just get like stoned as fuck and play track and field or i would never condone the use of illegal narcotics it's like legal in every state now like marijuana are you fucking i does my does my co-host partake in marijuana i no i don't he doesn't there we go because i would have had to leave the call right now i'm not a fucking i i like that like this is implying that he's being sarcastic but no he he does not so Because uh, he's so a yeah, loser. that's Mario and Sonic at the fucking Olympics. Mario uh, and Sonic of, at the goddamn of, Olympics. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nintendo the the being game. out, being out of fucking touch with the internet as as they do. Let's talk about something they recently did. Uh, did you see that thing on the uh, the Splatoon stream or whatever? Splatoon, yes. 
Yeah, so apparently there was a Splatoon 2 Splatoon. stream uh, for like, so, like the official Splatoon 2 tournament, uh, which was made by Nintendo, and they canceled the live stream for it because a lot of the teams on the roster for that had... Uh, pro melee me- uh, messages if you remember from a previous podcast we were talking about like the free melee thing with the slippy software they're using like the illegal software to like host tournaments like uh on the computer and stuff like that so nintendo had to obviously protect their ip and shut it down yeah we were we were what we people call nintendo bootlickers in that scenario but as two very legal lawyers we we gave our legal input and decided that nintendo was in the right that being said i like nintendo like in the legal right morally i mean you you can make an argument and stuff like that i mean it sucks i mean like i it, 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 it does suck, but the thing with this is that literally the owner of Slippy, the software for like the this illegal program and stuff like that, they they posted on Twitter and they were like, "We'll give five dollars to anyone who signs up for this Splatoon tournament and has a like, you know, go melee fuck Nintendo name." What happened was, yeah, we, we mentioned like Nintendo basically saw that a lot of the people in the finals had free melee in their name and decided to pull the live stream of the event. I personally think this is just like a lose lose for Nintendo. Like, there, yeah, absolutely. It, 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 there's no scenario where doing this, it, like, Nintendo has a PR problem. It, They've always had a PR problem, and they are yeah. so overzealous with like they they seem to hate their fans, and I feel like this only reinforces that like the esports community is going to be turning away from Nintendo in the future. I yeah. I was a little bit confused though. Like I saw like the the roster and like it seemed like a lot of these names are like what you'd randomly see in a leader. Like is is this just like just whoever could join can can join? Was was it like an open event or? I, I'm actually not sure about that. It, it's more so about how the owner of that one program was like, we'll pay anyone who has like a melee name, and that that was just attached to it itself. Um. And so on and so forth. And it's just like, like you said, it's a, a lose-lose. So if they don't do anything, then they're not protecting their IP. And then it sets a precedent that other people can do other shit and make programs and do all this other stuff. And then if they do do something, everyone's pissed off saying, like, Melee doesn't give a fuck about competitive scenes and stuff like that. Which, to be fair, they really don't give a fuck about competitive scenes. Yeah, they really never don't. liked it. I, the, the, they, only like, of, like, the only... Actually. The thing is, like, Splatoon is, like, one of the only games that they have truly tried to tr- have some semblance of esports yeah, i feel yeah, like yeah. they tried to with like arms for like a month no, no one even cares about well, arms did, did anymore like, the high ceos say themselves that they don't like it because they want nintendo to be casual and fun instead of like yeah i, I think sweaty. i think that who's mario guy Shigeru, yeah shigeru miyamoto is just like eh, we don't want esports we want family fun which i mean like you can go for it i mean like mario and sonic at, at the, the olympic day, games it, 2020 at the end of the day, these a lot of these games that people are complaining about are children's games, and they're just like trying to be, make it like ultra sweaty for hate, adults. It's like it's not. I hate that argument so much, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll go into it. It's just like one of those things where if you're passionate, like there there should be no one that, that just dismisses it as like, oh, that's that's not a thing for your age bracket, whatever. I mean, like I've I have personally dismissed. No, 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 no. I'm not dismissing it. I'm just saying, don't be surprised if it's not supported if that's not the original intent. I guess I see where you're coming from, but I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, it's a children's game. They apply that to, like, literally any video game. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm talking about, like, I don't know, like, Super Smash Bros. I, I, I mean, I guess it can be competitive and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, it is supposed to be, like, a for fun, like, party game and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I, I agree that if a game is not necessarily meant to be competitive, like, don't expect it to, to cater towards a competitive interest. Like, there there are very few people that are probably playing, like, like w- Among Us. Yeah, 
Among Us had. Oh, it doesn't Among Us have like some multiplayer shooter thing that like no one cares about? No, it's Among Us is still the biggest game. And oh, they're trying I'm thinking. To do, I'm like, thinking fucking Last of Us. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, Among Us is like the fucking like uh, imposter game and stuff. No, like I that. know that Among Us. Getting, like, I've way, played a lot of Among Us. Getting, like, I don't know why I had way, such a massive brain fart there. They're getting like way, 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 way too sweaty yet. I mean, I don't know. I I hear that Among Us is actually really cool in VR, but but yeah, like if if you have a game that's like has a multiplayer mode, technically it could be a competitive game. But some of these comp- uh, multiplayer modes, like while they're fun, it's just like the there's different intentions between the developer and and who is playing yeah. them. And I there are two ways that could go. You could see like I don't know this far out there example, but like bronies are super into my little pony and and the people who like my little pony are like you know what we we acknowledge bronies we're down with bronies but yeah. like they could have totally been like this w- thank you for watching but we no so to be fair as some a store who sells my little pony products parents are mortified over that whole thing like actually because like literally we will get like full grown like 30 year old dudes who are like chubby with like facial hair wearing like you know rainbow dash onesies like I love my and like these parents are just like mortified trying to buy this doll for like their like seven year old daughter are there still even bronies i mean i bet there are i bet it's bigger than ever honestly no 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 it's 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 dead but it's like the only people are still in it are like severely uh it's like it's like oh this (laughs) this my little pony doll would fit my fleshlight perfectly it's just yeah it's like those (laughs) kind of people are like the only ones that are like into it nowadays which like you you know like what you like and you know i'm not gonna hate and stuff like that and you know a lot of it's just memes and stuff like that but like uh before i feel like a lot of like you know quote-unquote normal people or could have been into that kind of stuff now it's like exclusive to like the the hardcore of the hardcore yeah there was a point where like my little pony was like not that much for far off than like watching adventure time or uh i yeah yeah regular yeah. show things like that which i i personally just don't like i think i've specifically been like on the podcast yeah like i i feel like there's too much good media made for my demographic that i'm not gonna bother with shows that are made for a demographic younger than me but i guess that's slightly different in terms of viewpoint yeah 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 I mean, I used to love getting stoned and like way back when the day and like watching cartoons like Gumball. I still think it's a fantastic fucking cartoon. It's like fucking hilarious. But um, and Chowder and uh, Flapjack things and like that. any anything but, that's one word and the name of a food yeah, like do, Gumbo. I, I if th- that's not even a show, but it's something you'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> you just watch a bowl of gumbo boil on the so stove. It, kind of in the the same realm of what we were just talking about versus like moral versus like legal and stuff like that something i want to actually talk about is the whole scalping situation with like the ps5s and stuff like that, that i just kind of want to people get still your... scalping come on yeah it's 2020 well, let me ask well, i thought people just thing, stopped though. that no <laughs> i mean the thing about it so here's the thing about the ps5s they were all bought out and people are complaining, like, oh, these scalpers, they're fucking scumbags, they're pieces of shit, pieces of that, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I guess for someone that sells in the, that works in the resale market, it's like, I don't really see it that way. Um, I just see it as, like, the PS5s are inherently um, underpriced to begin with, which they're selling them at a loss to sell the games. And that just is to show, like, the market that they're worth more than what they were being sold at. You know, if, like, if they wouldn't sell, if they weren't selling for what scalpers were selling them for, potentially $1,000 more, then they wouldn't scalp to begin with, you know? So, 
I have like a schizophrenic opinion on this. I've actually I've I've ranted about limited limited products, which is a, a yeah. similar vein uh, before. But I want to start this off saying fuck scalpers. Scalpers are the worst. I completely disagree. Ooh. Like I understand that like the resale market in general like has similarities to scalpers, but these are people who are intentionally buying it just so they could like market like two to three x like i i feel like well yeah but but the thing but the thing about that is if people weren't buying it then they wouldn't do it like people are buying it that's the thing and it's like for limited time stuff sure for essential goods sure but for like ps5s like do you really need it the day it comes out can you not wait like a month or something like i mean that's a separate argument that like no one should get a ps5 at launch like no one should get any video game console at launch it's a stupid idea it doesn't have anything for the console like think about think about any game that like was created within the first month of a console that like had staying power to be considered one of the top 10 best games on the system like, like I guess well, Breath like, of the Wild, what? but that's also on the Wii U and stuff like that. So let's say they're all limited to you know they're to being like the regular price. So it's like if I can't spam like being like F five trying to like get these PS fives like the day they come out within like two minutes, like I'm completely fucked. Like let's say I have the money. Let's say I want to get my kid a PS five. I don't mind spending the money. It's like I'm fucked too. Like I feel like there's two sides of it personally. I mean, like that's it's it's one of those things where like. If Sony could make uh, 10 times more PS5s, I bet they would. Like, I bet there are, honestly, literal, literal like, they cannot produce enough PS5s. No, they can't. They're, they're going to be coming. Yeah, and, and they will be coming. But, like, it's one of those, like, Christmas is around the corner, and you could say, like, oh, they don't need it by Christmas. But, like, that's the, the idea of, like, a child wanting a gift and, like missing that I deadline mean, it sucks and i think scalpers sucks but I, I at the end of the day i i just see it as uh i mean like i said if if they wouldn't do it if people wouldn't buy it you that's know? true like, but I, I, it's, there's a difference between like like providing a service and taking advantage of people's desperation like these are people who would totally buy it this at the isn't, normal price this is, but but this isn't an essential good this is a luxury item like it's not like people are like oh i'm so poor i'm so broke i'm i i have to i like if they're that broke that they're wanting to get a ps5 they probably shouldn't be buying it to begin with i see true but i don't think that like that's an argument to making the ps5 like three times the price is what it should be like no 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 what i mean it sucks but it's like i don't know i i think I, that I, scalping specifically makes profit off people's misery and I think that's different than like the resale market in general, where like you are just providing a service for the community. Well, like I said, what about the people that are happy that they can get one secondhand? They don't have to like wait in line for seventy hours to get their PS Five for like their kid and stuff because they have the money for. Well, it. no one's waiting in line in COVID times, but I. It, uh, are, you, are you kidding me? There's like people videos all over Twitter shit. of people like waiting. I forgot on- that. Uh, yeah, I my my you, childlike you innocence came back for a second. Society doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that society decided that. COVID isn't real, but the the thing that I want to say here, and that I said I had a schizophrenic opinion, and I've only given one side of this, like, yeah, scalping sucks, but, like, I have completely turned, uh, and now I don't really care about scalpers. I mean, like, I still am going to have the opinion scalpers suck, but I'm just sick of it. I'm just sick of it. Every single time I've tried to buy a product, I, like, that that is, like, on release or, like, limited, I have been absolutely screwed with the exception of like the Mario Game and Watch whatever that just came out. I was very surprised I was able to get that. In fact, having a successful buying experience was out so out of the norm. I was like didn't believe it until it was arrived at my door. I thought it was going to get like a so a message from from Walmart or whoever I ordered it from yeah. saying like this product that you ordered actually we don't have anymore. But like 
there was the analog pocket. There was like yeah, which sold out like so fast and yeah, stuff like there, that. Yeah, there there were like these Mario pin sets that like were free, but like you had to like buy a game and yep. like do something. There was like one more other thing I tried to buy. I think someone else tried to buy like this limited edition. We Tron. got kind of lucky with the Stadia because that was kind of like a limited uh, time. I think that was only like a four day window. Or it was something a four day like window, that. but it wasn't limited like in the amount. So like I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. consider it the same category. But anyway, like I, I there's more that I've been screwed on, but like. I have gone from the point of like, oh, shucks, I should have tried harder in getting this product to being like, get your shit together. This is a pre-order or like this. There's no reason why in 2020 people shouldn't be able to like order a product and get it. Like, I understand there's supply issues, especially with COVID, but like, yeah, like maybe even like a pre-order, like especially a pre-order, like analog pocket. Like, what the hell? How did I miss so, a pre-order that isn't limited or anything like that? Let me give you a real-world example from us. Like, we pre-ordered, for example, uh, Ravensburger Puzzles. Ravensburger is the best puzzle company in the world as far as I'm concerned. We ordered, like, $100,000 worth of puzzles or something like that, and we got, like, $12,000 worth of them, and we're not going to get any more by Christmas. It's because for a lot of these products, they like, for the Christmas season, these were supposed to be made in, like, the uh, April, May, June, July months for the Christmas season, and those factories were closed. So then they had to ramp up, like, the stuff that would be made for, like, next season, like... A season ahead so they're behind so stocks on a lot of things like across the entire supply chain of like every industry is just completely fucked right now which has a lot to do with why the scalping is so bad i feel yeah i i feel like i didn't the point i was trying to make was not like oh uh supply issues should be fixed i understand covid's a thing but it's more that like if you are a company and you are releasing a product that is primarily sold online, especially during times of COVID, you know there are going to be scalpers. You need to be the ones to, like, somehow have a system that, like, help. Like, I know that, like, you're not going to ask a small mom and pop to, like, fight scalpers. Let me give you a hypothetical. Let me give you a hypothetical, all right? So let's say scalpers do not exist. With scalpers or without scalpers, the same amount of the item is going to be uh, sold, correct? Can we can we agree on that? Would you like it to where unless you are sitting there spamming F five and getting it on the spot, that's the only time you can ever get it because scalpers don't exist? Or would you also like to have the option of being able to buy it secondhand after the fact? Honestly, I think I would rather have the the option where scalpers don't exist. Like by far. Okay. By well, then, far. Then, because then, so then, then then there there be inherently items you will never be able to get them. I mean that's that's fine. I mean, because right now I'm not paying three times as much for 90% of these items in the first place so I'm never going to yeah. get them anyway. I like yeah. like the thing is I guess it's just like other people think differently maybe. Yeah, I mean like maybe you just come from this as a as a reseller reseller uh, with a different perspective but like well, no so I, it's like my, my mentality is that complain. i'm not paying a, a, a scalper in the first place so when you have no scalpers that just means more people who inherently want the product get the product and i feel like the people who deserve the product are probably the ones who are willing to like actually be like oh it's released at this time i will be here or like if you're not able to be there get someone else to be there for you i just get so frustrated that like there hasn't been really any blame okay it's actually starting to shift but like for example analog with their pocket that was like a massive debacle where they actually had uh, an issue with like their shipping where a lot of people who like were waiting there like couldn't actually get them because like their their checkout didn't work or anything but like that was the first time i saw people being like you know what oh shucks i missed out to being like 
analog. Get your shit together. Why did your system suck? Why was it so easy to scalp? Like, I feel like people need to be placing more blame on these retailers to just, like, allow people to buy their products. And when I say people, I don't mean anyone online. I mean, like, literal physical people. I know I know that, like, I guess some... I'm just more so in the realm of, like, what are they supposed to do? Well, Because I... a lot of people are like, they have to do something, but it's like, well, what do they do? I, I forgot which company. Uh, Best Buy or some online retailer was, like, actually making it super hard to uh, scalp the Xbox Series X. I mean, which, who's buying an Xbox Series X? Psh, don't even need scalping protection. Yeah. But, no, I, I think they actually did sell out really quickly. But, like, it was something well, like where the they were, like, sending a... Like, oh, it's, like, all one per person or something like that, right? No, they, they were, like, making it so, like, you had to go through, like, a series of codes that were, like, sent to email and, like, really hard to, like, for a bot to do. And, like, it actually did have a massive impact in redu- reducing scalpers uh, using that, that I will custom say, service portal. Uh, as far as scalpers go, I think bots are fucking scummy. Oh, 100%. I think people, like, uh, bots are something I can get on your same realm with. Uh, I think yeah. those are absolutely scummy. I think individuals who do scalping, who actually put in the work and the money to do it, that's where I don't have as much of an issue with it. It's more so, like, the bots, which I want to say is about 70% of the issue are, are the bots, and the other 30% are just, I feel like, people who are being more opportunistic. I mean, maybe. like, I think that they're both those scenarios are scumbags, but it's the difference between, like, Primo dinero, primo dinero, primo scumbag versus regular average Joe scumbag. The thing is, like, I feel like it's kind of a lot of effort in a lot of these cases. We we keep saying three times the price, like double max. But it's only going to go up over the price. It's only going to go down over time. I don't know. It sucks right now because everyone's at home. Everyone wants to play video games and stuff like that. But it's like they're limited. There's less coming out because of uh, production supply and things like that. But then it's like, at at what point um, do you sell it for market? So it's like, you know, 10 years from now, you have a boxed one. Are you supposed to sell it for market? If you're are you a scumbag if you don't sell it for market, if it's worth more? Like, I just think it's a frustrating system overall. And it's. It's something that yeah, yeah, yeah. seems like it well, could people, be fixed. People are using the words. People are using the words "scumbag," but like my whole thing is like, at what point is it okay to sell it for more than MSRP? Like, when is it okay? Honestly, I I'm one of those never people. I'm I like so like so like 25 years down the line, you have a sealed SNES. Okay, that's different. You know, that's different. What? Why is it different? Because no one is buying a sealed. Did you say SNES? No one's buying a sealed yeah. SNES 30 years later uh, to, to like, get it. There's, like, used versions of the consoles, and you're probably getting those if you want to actually play it. If you're buying yeah, it yeah, yeah. 30 years later sealed, it's definitely a collector's item. I mean, I guess it's different because I come from the trading card community where people actually generally open that old school stuff. Yeah, I agree. I would, like... There, there are some sets in Magic where, like, a single booster pack is worth a lot of fucking money. Yeah, like, one booster pack that was $4 back in the day is, like, $1,000. Yeah, and, it, and it's like, well, should that, should that be before dollars? Oh, you're a scumbag, you're selling for $4. Like, at what point, like, for, like for example, trading card stuff, the moment it comes out, like, retailers have it for 50 the day it comes out, it's selling online for 90 because markets dictate. It's, it's just different sides of the same argument here i i th- th- there were there is a different thing though between like price price gouging due to the item being a collectible versus price gouging because you actually want to utilize the item and i think that well but p- the thing with pokemon is people in trading cards you are using the item because people want to get these to open no that's to open and and enjoy the cards. that's that's what i'm saying so, like I, I i feel i feel like it's, it's a different emotional reaction and i feel like it's more scummy to do so on the uh utilization side than the collective side but whatever i don't understand pokemon cards i guess i i feel like 
The only thing I understand is Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay, my lava golem, uh, my three eyes black dragon. Is that a thing? I think that's a thing. No. I'm only saying this because I saw that goddamn Reddit post where like a man in a fedora had a 2,000 card Yu-Gi-Oh deck, and I thought that was a hilarious yeah. <laughs> image. Yeah, that's like kind of iconic, but um, Yu-Gi-Oh sucks. It's like the worst yeah, card it, ever. It's I hear everyone I know that plays Yu-Gi-Oh says this game's stupid. I'm probably gonna quit next week, and then they do. No one plays Yu-Gi-Oh anymore. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh is actually having a huge comeback of like casual only, like just like old school stuff only like people are just playing like for funsy type stuff like that stuff is huge right now but like obviously competitive card games are not a thing right now because you know uh death uh pandemic is a thing death so. pandemic i, I actually have seen pretty much like Yu-Gi-Oh in the past couple years have had some pretty like well polished uh like video games i saw like trihex playing one and then like obviously yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. people are playing a ton of the pokemon uh the whatever new game they have trading card game maybe it's not new but i've seen a lot of people streaming it it's been around yeah it, it they have uh out of all the online card games pokemon is the best service uh maybe rivaled by magic's new uh what's Arena? it called they have magic or yeah which is basically hearthstone but for magic so. oh man i'm i'm kind of just done with hearthstone it's way too expensive and i'm just completely bored that's card games in general it's like you had to spend like a grand every couple months or you're just behind like it's not worth it I, I play Hearthstone no. Battlegrounds exclusively. I, I play a small subset of one Blizzard game, and I'm like, you know what? BlizzCon, ride or die. Xi Jinping, suck the shaft and the balls. <laughs> no, they're like super... <laughs> they're super like Xi Jinping, shut my ass. No, I'm saying <laughs> I'm doing that to him because I love Blizzard, who loves the Chinese Communist Party. Regardless, regardless, <laughs> speaking of things that suck. What do you got for me? I don't know. More Twitch DMCA stuff. People getting banned for. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. We should just change this to the Twitch DMCA. No, bullshit okay. We waited like podcast. a really long time and there's really not that much more. It's still shit. People are still getting banned for things that they already deleted from like 2015. Actually, wait, no, I have more. Well, okay. There's, there's a little bit more Twitch news, but. Before I get into that, I I talk I have this for some reason I like message at like two in the morning. The All American Rejects fucking suck. Yeah, why'd you? Send I don't that know. To me? I just like I was searching like Pillsbury Doughboy, and then like I was like, is there a Pillsbury Dough Girl? And apparently that was an All American Rejects song. And I'm just like, this band sucks. Fall Out Boy sucks. Yeah, All these bands kind of suck. Like, why do they suck so much? That and uh, I was following because I like because just like. All American Rejects. I was following some of the the music artists I like. So old school Memphis rap. We got Juicy J. We got Fraser Boy. Do you remember Fraser Boy? Fraser Boy, Crunchy Black. Yeah, exactly. Uh, La Chat. But I've been following Fraser Boy on Twitter, and it's a very sad Twitter of every Why? single thing getting one like. And it's like his his like literal his literal like like bio says Emmy award winner because I think he did he or Grammy winner. Because he actually won a Grammy, and then it's just like, I'm Fraser Boy, and three likes. And I'm just like, oh, f poor Fraser Boy. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like those boomers who were like really popular back. Oh, uh, it's like new hashtag new profile pic, and it's like it's like three likes. I'm gonna like it. You're you're gonna be friends with Fraser Boy. You're gonna help his career get back on track. Oh, uh, I feel so bad. You feel bad for he... for Fraser Boy because he because <laughs> you get more <laughs> likes like than him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's like super depressing this guy's like a emmy award-winning that's like, like literally his bio it's like oh yeah by the way i've won multiple industry awards followed by picante there we, 
There we go. I'm gonna be friends with Fraser Boy coming up. He could, he could, he could be a little white who has the same problem. He has seventy five thousand followers, and uh, all his things get three likes. I'm surprised Lil White's alive after he made a song about oh how much he loves God. Oxycontin. Oh, you know what though? Like every so he spams like seventy tweets a day, and they're all like, "Your loyalty to your friends is noble, but can also be tired more for Libras." And it's like a link. It's all like spam. So it's like Facebook mom, song. but Southern rapper. It's like it's like Libra horoscope, Libra oh, horoscope no. every single day, dude. When when those planets align, I just I get out of my element. Holy shit! Like you actually have to, look, you know, who little white is. Yeah, you know, he made that song. Oxycontin. I just mentioned I'm surprised he's alive because he had a song about how much he loved Oxycontin. That's a good song. Um, I guess. L- look at this Twitter. I, I I'm pretty sure that it Oxycontin has not aged super well. Uh, I did the wrong link. Look at look. Just scroll down like months. He really. <laughs> Like scroll down like months to like March, April, like what are May, you doing? Like it's literally like, every single day he tweets like the years, same thing. Years, years. Every single day he like, tweets the I, same thing. I, I'm back to December 2019, and he's still spamming the same thing. I'm really scared for Lil White. Does he know what he's doing? I just spit no, I all over does. my microphone. Look at it, Lil White's <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> What do you say it like that? I don't know. Uh, well, we talk about Twitch, and we start talking about Memphis rappers. Uh, so on the same vein, uh, Twitch removed the blind playthrough tag from their tagging uh, categorization yeah. system because... So, like, a lot of people are pissed off about that because it's like, oh, we can't do anything in 2020. I think it's more like a like a semantics issue than, like, a it's offending anyone issue, in my understanding. Well, is. no, I, I'm pretty sure that they, they took it off because uh it, it was apparently ableist language that people that were blind like there there was a uh like twitch has a user voice uh section where you're able to like basically suggest things for the platform and there were a bunch of people that uploaded a user voice thing that said uh please remove blind playthroughs it is offensive to blind people or something of that regard i'm not it was probably worded in a way that like wasn't so easily targetable do do we want to get hot and spicy on this take i mean i uh, i want to say my take and if you get hot and spicy i'll cancel you in a second our friendship is meaningless All right, what, what's your take uh, my take is that like i think that blind speedruns is probably not ableist language considering like there's blind studies double blind studies there's like a yeah yeah a, double blind studies you know like all this other kind of shit that's the my yeah my but at the same time of. like there are so many people that treat all of these like wording issues like all these like quote unquote uh pc culture pc culture uh politically is like ruining their yeah. lives it, it's like like this really doesn't yeah that's, that's the, the one thing like why things. get angry about this some people are happy about it it has absolutely no effect they're probably going to replace it with like a uh, first playthrough or something of that sort and i'm gonna move on with my life i'm now, gonna sleep easy tonight you, though is a blind playthrough the same thing as a first playthrough? It is not. I just was thinking of the first thing that came out of my head. Because that's it's just like one of the arguments people are making is like, because a blind through is like you didn't look at anything. You know, a first playthrough is, I feel like, his distant connotation. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like if it makes someone, like if it makes even one person feel better and it doesn't affect you, like who the fuck cares? People just feel like, they're infringing on my like, PC culture. Is I mean, everything. I mean, like, we gotta, we gotta really i mean i at the end of the day i think it's kind of dumb it's like whatever it, it is but if dumb. it makes someone f- that's if it makes someone feel better like whatever go we for gotta it, get philosophical know? who's whose life is worth more uh the average live stream fail commenter or like someone who is sad about blind playthrough i'm gonna i'm gonna say so, someone 
the the average live stream fail commenter is like one tenth of a human being. Yeah, probably almost like uh, Keemstar commenters, but uh, we saw what happened when I replied to a Keemstar tweet. Yeah, so just trying to take on Keemstar is a, is a losing battle. Just no matter yeah. what uh you can the, you sent me that funny ass picture of like the uh i'd like i'd like 22 replies to my tweet to him and it's like well like like three-fourths of them were like this this account has violated twitter tos and has been suspended like oh i know what i was gonna talk about on on to like anything besides keemstar's opinion on racial slurs uh, <laughs> I on the DMCA stuff, there actually was some news. I wasn't just talking about oh people getting DMCA'd, whatever. So I forget which company did it. I think it was like uh Streamlabs or like some larger uh, streaming uh, software. They 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 made a application. Oh no, it was OBS. So apparently, mm-hmm. you could now stream through OBS and have the audio of the stream come out through a plugin that appears on top of the stream so when you go back in the vod the entire vod is muted the actual audio from the vod is coming through a plugin so this is a really good way to get past dmca in that people are not going to actually like have their algorithms be able to detect that copyrighted audio is coming from the music but like when the vod is saved and like actually uploaded there's no yeah it's just no audio which i think has some other issues i feel like if you really wanted to avoid that you could probably just record the entire stream locally and upload that later which no one actually does if we're being honest but well for me example though i watch a lot of vods like for some of my favorite streamers and stuff like that um because I can't make every stream, and it's like when I'm playing WoW or like when I'm driving, especially I I don't like listening to music all the time. I usually save that for like if I'm working or working out or something like that. Um, I like to listen to people talk and stuff, so um, I watch a lot of vods. So it's like if they were all just muted like that, I'm just like, well, I would suck. Fuck, fuck me, fuck me then. Yeah, I I just feel like it's it's a temporary solution. If this Literally becomes no popular, it's like oh, we're just gonna like the. the the people who found you violating copyright want us to take this down now. Uh, we can't use this extension because it's a good way to like play copyrighted music on stream. Like I feel like it's a cat and mouse game, and the only way yeah. to win is to get your gun, and that is, in our case... Wait, wait. what the fuck? <laughs> <Cutting> <laughs> I was like out. going to serious topic, yeah. Um, do you see what Tim the Tatman said about the whole thing? What, that it was stupid? No, he basically said it was like, listen, I've spent the last eight years streaming... Uh, and for seven and a half of those, I played music with no issues. Like, I'm going to play music. If I get banned, I don't give a fuck because I've made enough money off this platform. I'm going to go to a beach, and you're going to find me in a fucking nice little hat with a beer, and I'll be fine with it. It's like, I'm I'm not going to stop playing music. So it's like, Do you okay. get banned yet? No. I feel like you might get banned soon. Maybe. It does. I mean, I, I can feel for it. Obviously, that's not the way to go with it. I've, if you want to make, continue to make more money and, you know, have a career and stuff like that. But I, I can kind of see it from their perspective. It's like, what the fuck? I listen to music for all this time. And it just comes down to Twitch just not being able to do anything about it. Like next time. We're going to dig deep into this. Dana and I are specifically going to law school and lobbying to Congress so we could have more DMCA content to talk about. This is never ending. Never going to stop. DMCA Zone. The next episode on Virtual Homework Podcast. Falling asleep. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed the episode. If you liked it a lot, make sure to rate us five stars on iTunes and subscribe on whatever podcast app you use. Here's Dana with a ditty. Diddy, 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 look at my 
titty. Give us five stars so we can go fars. <laughs> that and more if you continue to support. <laughs>